Welcome back to another Mommy and Me episode. And that means it's a Mommy and Me Monday. Shout out to you for never missing a Monday. And we enjoy, you know, spending the Mondays with you guys. If you are new here, I am Brie Renee, straight from the A. And I am the original Miss Renee. Anyway, from there, she takes so much pride in saying that. But, um, yeah, we're back. And if you haven't done so, please make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to our channel so you're never missing an episode, never missing these conversations, um, and always tapped in with us. Shout out to everybody that's been following us on um, Instagram and commenting and reposting and making these clips go viral and just tuning in when we go live. You guys drop questions. that We're going to answer a lot of those questions that you guys um, posted in our last IG live. We're going to answer a lot of them today because they were in reference to a topic that I wanted to share with you anyway or have a conversation with you about men. Okay, let's get to it. And dating. So if you don't know, you got to get caught up on like our entire relationship and her relationship status and all that from previous episodes. But with that being said, I feel like growing up, I never saw you be in a romantic relationship with a man and so as i grew to you know be a young woman and now in my 30s and i'm trying to date like i realized i don't be knowing a lot of stuff believe it or not yeah i think you're putting too much thought into it because it's no different it's really not a difference in dating because when you're dating you are being yourself you're actually sharing with your partner um, what are the things you like and you don't like. And understanding that it's going to be a little different because, you know, it's somebody of the opposite sex. Yeah, it's kind of like being yourself and dating. That part I get, right? But it's the part of like, you know how men be like, I'm a man and I deserve a certain level of respect and this is not how you disrespect them. Like, it's certain things that men feel like how they should be treated that I just... What's the difference in a man not being disrespected and a woman not being disrespected? I mean, you, you, you're not going to talk to a man a certain way. You're not going to talk to a woman a certain way. So you learn to just respect people and partners in general. I think you put too much emphasis on it because he's a man. And why? You, you're mad. Certain things you're not going to say to me, certain things I'm not going to say to you. I think we, 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 you're trying to interject too much gender into... I'm not trying. No, no, I'm just saying, when it comes to respect and relationship, understanding and caring some of the basic characteristics of a relationship or having a relationship, I think it doesn't matter whether you're man or woman. There's certain things you're just not going to do. You don't talk sideways to a man. You don't talk sideways to a woman. You don't talk. You don't curse and disrespect your partner, your man, you don't curse and disrespect the woman. Yeah, I mean, okay, I agree to a certain level. I, I agree on that, but it's certain things that men feel like, I, for me, dating men, men feel like, oh, that's, you don't know, you've never, I could tell you've never had to respect the man or, like, it's certain things, but it's not that I would be disrespectful, it's just an added level of, ego or my that's but but that's just who he is i don't think it has anything to do with the fact that you're dating a man i just think that that particular individual just got a lot of ego he's got a lot of machoism and he thinks that he deserved to be treated a certain way those are things that traits that you learn about that individual i don't i wouldn't characterize that all as men. A, all men is, is being that way or all women being that particular. So you don't think there's any difference in dating a man and a woman? No. I really don't. I think you ever dated a man? Yes. Plenty. Growing up. You dated a man? Absolutely. Like how far? Uh, all the way through my younger years. All into my late twenties. You was dating men? Yes. yes. What was these men like? They were men. They were good men. They were fine men. They were black what men. What do you find attractive in a man? That he, he, his, his being, he was his soul, his the individual he was. Your, you almost had, your daddy almost was a black man several times. What did you find attractive or like what qualities did you seek or like in a man? Uh, 
just who they were as they, their gentleness, just who they were as a person. I mean, just their their sense of value, their their, their worthiness, their, their upbringing, you know, the things that they believed in, you know, the ability that you know the, to to communicate, you know, the affection. You know, there were a lot of traits that I I found attractive in in them. They were different ones. I mean, one was a, you know, one that I really loved was a kind of a medium built, fair skinned, um, bow legged. Um, Not bow legged. Yes, he was. He was bow legged okay. from. He was. Bow, I mean, you saw him coming. I knew you could spot him a, a mile away. He was so bow legged. Um, and we we grew up as childhood sweethearts. I loved him. I mean, I almost married him. Why didn't y'all get married? He was a hoe. Oh, okay. Um, that explains bowleggedness. Well, probably, but <laughs> uh, he, 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 he. I wasn't the right one for him. I was a little bit more serious and committed about what I wanted out of life, and serious about getting to that next level together as a partner. He thought that life was full of just you know fun, and I knew that that wasn't for me. Mm. Uh, that was a, that was another one. Uh, tall, dark, drink of water. He was a basketball player. Um, I cared very deeply for him, um, but he just didn't have his head on straight. He wasn't ready to, you know, to do anything. He he was he was always comfortable with with less. That wasn't me. Um, then there was another one. Okay, not you having the niggas. Okay. Oh, that was a plenty of them. I mean, you know. <laughs> You know, um, that was another one, Charles. He's deceased now. That's your oldest. I was like him the other day. That was your oldest sister's, you know, father, and he, um, he was a he was a good guy. Um, just wasn't the good guy. Just wasn't the guy for me. But he was a good guy. He, um, he had a very good job. He, you know, he worked at General Motors. Um, he had a barbershop, didn't he? Yeah, he had a barbershop. They told that barbershop down the main of the. I don't know what it is. Auto parts store. Really, I haven't been over there. I just rolled past it the other day. That's okay. Um, and he was a good man. He was a good man, and I loved him to the day he died, and he loved me to the day he died. Uh, but we just wasn't good together. So, I mean, you know, you learn these things about people. We were good. We just wasn't good together. So them niggas was on your body. If that's what you call it, these terms. <laughs> but back in the day, I, you know, I, you know, I, I wasn't I was a good catch. on your body. No, I, was a, okay. I was a good catch. I'm always a good, I've always been a good catch. Okay. Well, what made you such a good catch to a man? Because um, what we be thinking make us good catches is not what men think make us a good, a good catch. I was a woman willing to listen, let him lead, let him uh, you. be him. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, if I'm going to lead my life, then I'm going to lead my life by myself. If I'm going to be in, in a relationship with somebody and a man is going to be a man, then he's going to have to step up and be the man. I'm gonna let him lead, let him do what a man's supposed to do. Okay, if you want to be the head of this house, there's certain things you gotta do. Well, how do you know that a man is qualified to lead? Oh, you, you can't know. just put a, a no, you know, a That's clown what, and a leader. You, but see, you'll know that he's a clown and he's not a leader, because you certain things you will do with one man you won't do with another one. He, 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 come on, it's not rocket science. You know, you know when you date a person. Okay, he's got these qualities. Okay, he's got these qualities. He doesn't have these qualities. No, I wouldn't trust him to do this. Will I trust him with my finances? Well, well, am I the one that's willing to go and build something with him? Nah, he doesn't pay his bill. Nah, he doesn't respect this person. Nah, he doesn't have a good relationship with his children. He doesn't have a good relationship with the mother. There's a lot of traits that we don't, you know, you won't turn a blind eye to, and you'll know whether or not that's the right man for you or whether or not you're willing to, you know, settle down with that man. Mm-hmm. Come on now. I mean, it's not rocket science. It's just no different. So basically, same thing with the woman. It's no different. What are your traits or what traits do you feel like a good woman possesses? Uh, somebody who's willing to listen, somebody who's willing to share, somebody who doesn't have to be the center of attention, somebody who doesn't have to know all the answers, somebody who's willing, somebody who has a, a kind heart, a kind spirit, somebody who's willing to compromise, you know, somebody who you know, is not afraid to take chances with you. Somebody who you can say, I got an idea, rather than shooting it down, say, okay, well, what can I do to help, you know, uh, foster that idea? Okay. So when you say don't, 
you're talking those are the qualities of a woman. You're saying that those a woman are the same qualities of a of a good man. Okay. Somebody who's willing somebody who's willing to be your ride or die. You'll know if you got that ride or die. You know, somebody who's if you got a, if you're in a relationship with somebody and it's all about them all the time, that's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. They always got to be the center of the tension. They always got to be the victim. They always got to be me, 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 me. They're always self-centered. That's a problem. So you know these traits. You find these traits. I mean, come on. We want to we wanted to go out and pretend like a lot of times, oh, there's a magical bullet or there's a there's a magical component or or, or something magical about this person's traits. No, 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 they're not magical. It is just is what it's, it is what it is. Okay. Uh-huh. You're right. And you know it. Do you, how do you feel about women being submissive to men? How do you, what does that look like? Submissiveness is a, to me, it's a compromise. Because at the end of the day, we're all going to be submissive to somebody or something. You know, and that's a two-way street. You know, you hear men talk, oh, my woman's got to be submissive. What the hell does that mean, submissive? Does that mean that I'm willing to wash your clothes? Yeah. Am I willing to cook your food? Yeah. Am I willing to let you have or leak? Yeah. Am I willing to allow you to do certain things that a man should do? Yeah. But by the same token, are you willing to let me be that woman I need to be? Are you, yeah. Are you willing to let me, you know, take the lead on certain situations in the relationship? Yeah. Are you willing to, you know, to be there, support me when I need to be supported? Yeah. So I mean, submissiveness to me is a two is it's a two way street. I think so too. For me, submissiveness is well, one, I want my man to be submissive to God first. Absolutely. And then I follow and be submissive to him because he is following the lead of God. You right. Know what I mean? Absolutely. But then also in the dynamic of our relationship, I feel like where I am strong in some areas, Absolutely. you should be submissive to me in Absolutely. that area. Like, this is what I'm good at. Absolutely. Or this is what you're good at, and I'm submissive to you in that area. It's a yin and the yang. It's Absolutely. not like one person is submissive over everybody. Absolutely. I agree. Because that, that ain't going to work in my house. You know, if I'm good at paying the bills, baby, you know I can balance the finances better than allow me to finance the allow me to balance the finances for us. If you're good at you know cleaning the house and making sure things are clean and the house is tidy, then I'll let you have that. You know, mm -hmm. if I'm good at making sure that you know we make sure that the cars are taken care of, everything is then let me do that. You know, so there's a good there's a give and take. Yeah. So being submissive, I, I don't have a problem with being submissive. I think some people take that. That that term being submissive a little bit too, you know, a little bit too far. Right. You know, my woman should do this, cook my cook my food, clean my house. You know, that's what she chooses to do, you know. But that ain't going to be the requirement. Mm hmm So we kind of talking about the, the emotional and non-physical aspect of finding men attractive. But what are the physical aspects? What do you find attractive in a man on a physical front? Just a well-groomed brother. You know, you know what's funny? My mama used to tell me when I was younger, and she'll still say today, you could tell a lot about a man by looking at his shoes. I said, what? You know, I, I never paid that. You can tell a lot about a man by looking at his shoes. Mm -hmm. If a man has on a pair of loafers and they are not polished and run over and they look like he just picked them up and threw them on, then chances are he's not a well-grown, well-kept man. But if you look at a man and he's got a pair of shoes on regardless of them and they're well-kept, he's taking care of them, you know, the heels are not all run over, you know, he's taking the time to brush them off make sure they're polished or they're clean, then that's a man that cares about what he looks like. And he's going to care a little bit about, you know, you. care. You know, and, and I never understood that, but I found that to be true. Okay, that makes sense. I think that's probably why I don't like fat dudes, because they shoes be leaning. <laughs> that's, maybe now, that's hold on, now, hold on. Hold on. I'm not a size two, okay? <laughs> so I'm not going to say I have anything against anybody of any 
size. You know, you could you could be a big guy with your shoes. Just gotta make sure nice. Okay, just make sure you're right. And your shoes nice, then that's cool. You don't have to be big and sloppy. You're right. You know, so you know that goes. That's a double edged sword, even with you know with sisters. You know, just because you're healthy, you you know you 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 got a few pounds, got a little meat on your bones, don't mean it has to look a certain way. Look like you tried. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. That's fair. Mm-hmm. So clean. Absolutely. You like a well-groomed. What Period. about like complexion or height? I don't care nothing about features. I don't care nothing about features. I don't care nothing about height. I don't because you know I, 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 my thing is God didn't mean for all, for us all to be cute, fine, and smart. Okay, so okay. if you got you a know, few of those, if you got a few of those traits, you ain't got to have them all. You know it, it works. But let me just let, for the record, I'm not on the market. So I'm not looking for anything. I know we know we know you're not looking. Yeah. We just speaking hypothetically. Yeah. Well, if you you got eyes, so are there any male celebrity like I wouldn't say crushes, but that you find attractive that you like? Okay, if I was out here, this might be my type. Huh? If I was out there, they'd be my type. Name some. I don't know. Denzel. He's a nice looking brother. You got your Denzels, your Wesley Snipes, your LeBron James, your Steph Curry. I kind of like LeBron James build. I, I kind of like his like, build. I like um, that big stockiness about him. I like the, his little, I don't know if you call this little slew foot walk. I kind of like, like that LeBron James look a little bit. Okay. Uh, so you like your man with a little ugly on him. <laughs> I like my man with a little ugly on too. That may say. I mean, okay. I mean, you know, that's what you call it. I'm just saying. I kind of like. Um, I kind of like that build about LeBron. Let's see who else out there. Basketball players. Uh, there's a little guy that plays for Atlanta. I won't call no name, but he's a scrawny little something. And no, he would not be my type. Oh, you don't like little skinny? No, and not a little skinny, but he's just got a little look about him, a little scrawny little look about him. Look like a little rat. Yeah, I kind of like that. Oh, like, like that. Like rat face. Yeah, no, 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 I don't like that look. Okay, let's see who else. Um, the little fella, John Morant. I kind of like his little, he has a little John air. Rant. Yeah, he has a little air about him, you know, that little. You like um, a little arrogant, little swag. Yeah, I like a little swag. I like okay, a little swag. LeBron is dark. Yeah. Ja is like a little bit caramel. You don't yeah. really care about complexion. You like tall. I like that, yeah, I, I kind of like, like that little, little swag. swag. Maybe a little slew foot. Yeah, you know you know who else I kind of like too? Kind of like that little swag he got. Um, uh, what's my boy, my uh, uh, Gabriel Union husband, Dwayne Wade? Okay. Yeah. I got a lot of swag. I kind of like Dwayne Wade look swag. Who else is out there? Um, football player. You know who swag I really like? Ray Lewis. He doesn't play anymore. Ray Lewis. Yeah, Ray Lewis, old as shit. Yeah, I kind of like Ray Lewis' swag. Let's see, who else out there? Okay, you like Zaddies. You like, you like. The old who else? Uh, it was a little young. Okay, you got you got your little Kind of like Russell Wilson a little bit. Okay, you don't like you don't have a type. No, no, I don't have a, I don't have a type. I'm kind of like all over the place. You know, Me too. I'm an equal opportunity lover. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm not equal, but I'm an equal opportunity. It'd it be opportunities. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I kind of like a little bit of, you know. You know, you know who I really, you know who I really, if I, I would say if I had a crush on anybody, who would probably would have been Michael Jordan. Oh, you like Michael Jordan? Yeah, Michael Jordan. He was handsome. Michael Jordan. He is handsome. Yeah, Michael Jordan. Let's see who else. You like that bald head? Yeah. I like Michael Jordan. He looked like he smelled good, too. Yeah, that was one. That that was, yeah. Who else would I have a crush on? Not really a crush, but I like, um... Who's is out there? Michael Vick. Oh, Michael Vick was fine. Michael Vick. Michael Vick was fine. Yeah, I like Michael Vick. He, he was fine for sure. I ain't seen him recently, so I don't know what he looked like now. Michael Vick? He, um, he was fine. Who else is out there? Everybody like Michael Vick. Who else is out there? All the aunties. Uh, Can't think of anybody else coming to mind. Oh, I'll let you. That's fine. That was, that's the good. You gave us a good mix. Actors, athletes. Yeah, good mix. You gave us a good mix. Mm-hmm. What type of guy do you 
would somebody actually asked this on our live they wanted to know what type of guy would you want me to be with somebody who respects you mm -hmm. who's god-fearing who understands the importance of family who who understands uh that that family dynamic the importance of our family relationship who fits right in who understands that not trying to come in and pull you away or who can who can be an, an addition to it um somebody who enjoy life who likes living who likes traveling who likes to have a good time because that's what we do as a family you know we we don't somebody who who's not so full of themselves so they just can't be themselves you know i want i want you to somebody who treats you like a queen like who you deserve to be treated somebody who respects you somebody who's easygoing somebody who's not abusive because i'm gonna tell you now i've told everybody you know regardless of who they are you know treat you right or send you home mm -hmm. you know if they can't treat you and love you the way you need to be treated leave you alone send you back to me i can take care of you i don't tend to but i'm just saying as as a general rule um Somebody who knows that, you know, we're going to be there as who understands the, 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 the real true dynamics, uh, dynamics of a family. You understand that we're going to be there for him. We're going to embrace him. We're going to love him, but we're going to require certain things from him. We're going to require that he respect you. He respect me. He respect our family. He respect your house. He respect the fact that, you know, he's to be the man of the house and to treat you like he's supposed to be treated. So he got to be respectful. He's got to be that's respectful. Spoil me. That's what it sounds like. Well, hey, I don't know. I didn't say the spoil part, but if that's an added bonus. Be nice. Yeah, but, you know, somebody who also believes in God. Spoiling me. Somebody, so you got to believe in God. Got to believe. Uh, let me let me rephrase that. Not necessarily believes in God, but somebody who understands that the, has a spiritual relationship. I was going to say it's about a relationship. With yeah, God. has a spiritual relationship with uh, with with the higher being. You know, and understand that that's important to us. Yeah. And we can get along. Do you feel like I'm capable of finding that? Yes. But what? That has no buts. You got to be open to it. You got to be willing to allow yourself to embrace it. Would you ever tell me to stay with a man if he cheated on me? No, because that would have to be your decision. Like, he's a good man, Savannah. No. I wouldn't tell you to stay with a man. I would tell you this. I don't believe that cheating is an oops or something that I made a mistake. Mm -hmm. Because I think you make a conscious decision to cheat. You make a conscious decision to um, be with someone else or just it happened. Mm -hmm. No, we have the ability to exercise control. And to allow yourself to do that is something that you wanted to do. Now, you also got to be willing to suffer the consequences behind it because I have made a conscious decision. First of all, let me just say this. If I choose to be in a relationship with someone, that's because I've gone to my father, I've prayed about it, and I've asked God to, to, to grant me that which I've desired. I feel that once he's done that, that I have a responsibility and obligation to cherish it and to respect it and to be faithful to it. Now, if I choose to disrespect that which he's granted me, then I then have to question whether or not I was even worthy of it in the first place. Mm -hmm. Now, once I make a decision and I, he's, he's granted me my desires, he's given it to me, I have to make a decision at that point to not disrespect it. And to cheat on it, to me, would be disrespecting that which God has given me. Mm. And so that's the, 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 the analogy I would share with you. And I would let you make your decision as to whether or not you want to stay with that individual. But I will tell you this. Some people say, well, you know, you forgive him. And you go, oh, no, he's not ready to be with me. Or she's not ready to be with me. If you still need to cheat, or if I'm not enough for you, then I don't think we need to be together. Yeah. Because if you make a decision to be with me, you're saying I'm enough. And I'm saying to you, you're enough. 
And if we are enough for each other, we don't need extra, extra people. people, right. So I think that, you know, if something gets boring or, you know, the excitement tends to leave, then I think we, we need to figure out how to keep the, keep the fire burning. Um, but for you to go outside of that union and that relationship, I think it's disrespectful. I agree. And I also think that, truth be told, it's a badge of honor, in my opinion, to say, hey, I've been with only one person in the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. I think that's a badge of honor. You feel accomplished. Oh, yeah, I think that's a badge of honor. It is. And you know what? And, and, then, and, and then here's the thing. And, you, and, and, and then that 20-year span is just as good as it was day one. Well, I don't know about that life. I'm just saying. I'm just, that, that's my opinion. You don't think you get old? Oh, no. <laughs> if it's the right person for you. And see, that's, that's the whole key, I think. We settle instead of waiting on our gifts from God. Mm. How do you know that you're settling? How do you know if you're settling for... You go, because you know what? We've all gone through a few. Sometimes you, we've all you got we, some. We've all, we've all gone through a few. But, you know, when it's, when it's the one and you begin to check off things in your box that you ask God for, you know whether or not that's one or that's not the one. You may not know immediately, mm-hmm. but if you spend enough time there, you'll know that, hey. These checks are my boxes. These checks are my boxes. Well, damn. And if they check all your boxes, guess what? That's more likely the person you're supposed to be with and more likely I would use the word your soulmate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because when you find your soulmate, you really find your yin to your yang. All those things that you want, you desire, they're there. You don't have to pull for them. You don't, it's not a lot of extra work. It's not a lot of, you know, uh, it's not difficult. It, it, it flows. It's just easy. It's easy. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm easy to get along with, so I feel like it's always easy. Yeah, and whose opinion? Mm-hmm. And, and whose opinion? When I'm dating, niggas don't really be having problems with me. Okay. But that doesn't make sense that they're your soulmate because the the thing now becomes do you have problems with them? Yeah. You know so So that's how I feel like Drake, how am I know you don't want if anyone to come with me? Yeah, okay. That went on real head. It's uh, Drake. I I'm not really into Drake music, but even at that, yeah. You know if that's the one. You've, he comes with you, you know, you, 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 he may, he may be really into you. You may fit all his boxes, but is he fitting your boxes? And see, you'll know your, your soulmate when you fit all his boxes and he, he fits all your boxes. Do you feel like soulmates have to fit all those boxes? You may even leave some about. No, no, you left some about. But then there'd be the ones that really don't even matter. Uh, be the ones you like. I really didn't think about that one, Lord, but okay, that's added or that really doesn't even matter. So these boxes are that's what is are those like specific to each individual or are they what like generic boxes that make people good mates? They're generic boxes that you require that's gonna make you whoever he sends you your good mate. Mm. Okay. So what are some of those Things that you feel like make people a good or make people like husband or wife material. If they check, check. Is that the same thing as boyfriend, a good, a good man and a good woman? Yeah. Uh, but it's but it's specific to you, the individual. Okay, so when you get to a good man and a good woman can be good regardless of who they're with. Yes. But once it comes down to is this a good man or woman for, you. for me to marry, right. that's when now that's specific husband or wife material. Absolutely. Okay. I'm just trying to pick up what you're putting down. I'm just trying to understand your thought process. In it. So how did you know that your mate was the one for you? Because I prayed about it for many, many years, and I, I, I was patient and didn't know that my mate was that one until we had been together for a little bit of time, and I began to pay attention 
to a lot of their characters and their attributes, and I begin to think about my prayers to God and what I ask for, and I'd be like, that's what I put, golly, you know. So, I mean, it was just, it was surprising to me. I mean, I asked for that, I asked for that. absolutely. You know, and, and I remember having that same experience one time. That's creepy. When, um, uh, right before you were born, and I prayed to God about a particular house that I wanted. I was very pacific. I said, God, I said, you know, I want a house that's on a very quiet street, a uh, nice cul-de-sac, not a lot of traffic. I said, Lord, I want a front yard that has pretty green grass. I want a backyard that's that's fenced in with fruit trees. I said, God, I want I want to be able to walk in my kitchen and I want to be able to look over into my den, Lord. I said, I want a, I want a fireplace in my den. I said, God, I want carpet in the house, but I wanted a bright color. And that, you know, and blue has always been one of my favorite colors. So I said, Lord, I want these pretty dark cabinets in the house. And I mean, I was so specific about everything I wanted in this house. And so when I started looking for a house, and this is a, this is a prayer that I repeated for quite some time because when I started when I knew that I was going to be looking for a house and so my partner and I at the time decided that we were going to buy a house together and so we started looking for houses in you know a particular area and I was I looked in the paper and I saw a house back then you could buy houses for they said NQNE which means not escalating and qualifying uh, means that you could assume people's mortgages. So I saw a house in the in the Decatur area that I was going to look at that only required, I know back then, three or $4,000 down to buy the house. So as I was going down Snapfinger to look for this house, I happened to glance at a sign at a real estate agent sign, and it said something about, get qualified or something, something on the sign that caught my eye. So I detoured and went into this real estate office and they were doing some renovations there. So when I walked through the door, I didn't see anybody. I'm like, hello, anybody here? Hello, nobody's there. Nobody was at the reception desk or anything. So as I got ready to walk out of the building, here comes a lady who was parking and getting out of a car. She was a real estate agent and we, met she said hi she said uh you looking for someone i said my name is shalith and i'm looking to you know see about this house that you have advertised on your marquee i hear so she said we're coming in she said so we started talking her name is barbara so she started talking she started telling me about the house she said but girl she says i just left this one house that my friend has listed she said this house is so immaculate she says oh it's beautiful oh it's gorgeous she said oh it has you know, four bedrooms, it has an upstairs, it has a downstairs. She said, oh, it's just absolutely beautiful. And it's not that far from here. So she just kept raving and raving. I said, well, how much is the house? Back then she says, oh, it's like $90,000. I said, well, girl, I said, mm, that's out of my range. I said, because my partner and I, we were looking to buy a house somewhere in the like $50,000, $60,000 range back then. She says, okay, she says, well, she asked me questions. She said, well, how are you going to finance it? Blah, blah, blah. And we talked and we, you know, she got some particulars. She says, well, I'll take you to see this house that you want to see. She said, but girl, she said, we've got to go see this house. My friend just listed. So we pulled down this street off of Westy Chapel called Boring Road. Nice, nice subdivision, nice area, nice curb appeal. She pulls up into this, this driveway in this house and it's, the house is beautiful. I mean, the curb appeal was absolutely gorgeous. We go through the carport, go through the back door, and we go in the house. And I look in the house, and I got this instant feeling, this, this feeling that just overcame me. And it was such a calming feeling. And um, I walked through the house. I said to her immediately, I said, I want this house. Mm. She says, but this is the one that I told you to my neck. I walked around in the house. I went up to the master bedroom. I went to the master bath. I looked at the house. I said, but 
something about this house. I want this house. Knowing that it, at the time, thinking that it was out of my price range because I didn't have the $90,000 for the house. I thought that was a bit much, but it was just something about when I walked in the house and um, I said, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. How are we going to make it happen? I said, but I want this house. So she says, okay. So I said, well, I need to bring my partner by, let my partner take a look at it to see if she likes it. So I, that's what I did. The next day I brought my partner by, we looked at it. She liked it. I said, okay. She says, well, I need to put it, uh, we need to put an offer on it. I said, no problem. I put her $1,000 down on it. And I was like 24 that, at that time. She says, um, okay. She says, we'll make, we'll make the offer. We made the offer. The house is mine. The only thing I had in my pocket was $1,000. That, that's all the money I had in my savings. I didn't know what in the hell the down payment was going to come from. How you get it? That's the house that I grew. I was uh, my yeah. first house I lived in. What? Yeah. How you yeah. get it? I, I didn't know where the down payment was going to come from, but God gave me the down payment because guess what? The house that I prayed for, I didn't know it at the time that I walked in it. That was my house. That was the house. That, had that was the house that had everything. It took me. It was after we closed on the house. And let me tell you this story about the closing. After we closed on the house, I was sitting on the front porch and I was just simply praising God, thanking God for, you know, for, for everything. I was just, just meditating, thinking, and it hit me right then like a ton of bricks. This is what you prayed for. This is exactly what I prayed for. We lived on a cul-de-sac. The grass was beautiful, lush and green. The backyard was fenced and we had that plum tree that was at the edge of the backyard. As you walked into the kitchen, the kitchen had dark cabinets. I looked over the kitchen into the dining room, into, into the family room. It had, it had the it had the orange carpet with the fireplace with the insert. The kit, the dining, the dining room and the living room had that beautiful blue carpet, this color, and it just dawned on me that that was what I prayed for. Mm. I didn't know it at the time, and yes, when I gave her that thousand dollar check, that was the only thousand dollars I had in my name. I was able to, back then, I think we closed in like 90 days. I got an extra job. I worked uh, that extra job, saved up every penny I had. My partner did the same thing. We saved up, and we got extra jobs. We saved up every penny we had. We were able to move into that house. I think we ended up paying only like $7,000 down. I had enough money left over to, to furnish the house, buy everything we needed in the house. From your sister's bedroom, I don't forget. I bought her this white canopy, queen side, queen bedroom set with a canopy over it, with all the little white, you know, the little uh, uh, Cinderella little stuff to it, the nightstands and everything. I had enough money to buy all of that cash, mm -hmm. cash, and was able to do it. And so, that's just a testament of what I believe when God answers your prayers, most of the times when He delivers them. You don't know that they're being delivered. You, it, it's going to take you a minute to be like, oh, wow, this is what I asked for. This is what I prayed. And then you really believe that, hey, you know, you understand that God does answer his prayer. So that's why I say it's very important to understand that when you pray for something, God delivers it to you. Mm -hmm. Then you should never, ever, ever disrespect it and, and throw it back into God's face. That's why I would never cheat on my partner that I have now, because I think to do so would be disrespecting God, and I love God too much, and God has truly been good to me. And there's something deeper to that. It's like you saying, just praying for what you want, and then be no patient. way, and be patient, knowing that he'll give it to you, but then just thanking him when you do get things, and you'll see that, like, okay, wait, this is what you really pray for. Yeah. So being specific. Being specific in your prayers. Specific in your prayers. Mm -hmm. And standing on them yeah. and believing, having that faith. You see, that <laughs> I was taught that if you have the faith of a size of a mustard seed, mm -hmm. you can say, mountains be thou removed. And so with that faith, you also have to believe and trust and know that God's going to bring it to you. You're right. Okay, well, we're going to trust and believe and know. Mm -hmm. I like that. On that note, I don't have a for the record. Do you have a for the record today? I don't have a for the record. So let's move on to I want to know. It's time for I want to know. This is part of the episode where I ask her something that she wants. I want to know. And then she asks me something that 
she wants to know and we have to answer truthfully and honestly and sometimes we do take questions from you guys out there so if you have any questions that you want us to answer on i want to know segment whether it's for her or for me drop them in the comments below and we will answer them i think i actually have one from oh no i don't this one is me i want to know what would you do if i eloped if i got married and you weren't there um nothing Nothing I really could do. I would be a little disappointed because i that's a moment I want to share with you. That's an experience that I think I've earned the right to be. But if you decided to do it otherwise, you know, that another way, and you came in and said, hey, mom, I went and eloped, I would just pray that it was with somebody that you approved. I approved of. Uh, because that's a, big, that, that's a big thing, you know, um, bringing up we're gaining somebody in, into the family. Yeah. And I just want to make sure that, you know, that it, it, it's going to be a good fit. What's scarier, me coming home saying I eloped or me coming home saying I'm pregnant? Mm. Pregnant. Pregnant is scarier? Yeah. Than getting eloped? Yeah. Why? Because you are taking on the responsibility of another life for life. Yeah, you know, you I mean you say I'm, I love hell. You can change your mind and get out of that, you know, next thirty days. But it, when you come home and say, you know, I'm pregnant, then that's something that we're gonna have to deal with for the rest of our lives. Yeah, and that's pretty big. Deal with whoever you're pregnant by for the rest of our lives. Okay, that's fair. Mm -hmm. What about you? What you want to know? Um, would you ever elope? I thought about it. I said, would you ever do it? I thought about it. I thought about doing it. I think I used to say I would do it because I used to feel like it doesn't matter. I don't even want. I think I would be okay with a big wedding, but it's kind of giving anxiety. Like, it's too much that got to go on. It's so expensive. It's, it's like you putting on. It's so stressful. You're doing all this for everybody else. So if it's like, if it's really for me and my husband and our commitment to each other, then it, to me, it really doesn't matter who's there. It should be nobody but me, him, and the Lord. If ultimately, it's going to be you, him, and the that, Lord. That, that feels more intimate. And, and you know what? That's okay. That's fine. If you decided to... Yeah, I don't got to have a big... That, right. Because like you said, right. You, you, that's And besides, you spend hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'd rather him spend $100,000 on my ring. Mm-hmm. Or somewhere like something like that versus a hundred thousand dollars on a wedding. I'm um, food. No, no, no. The wedding, food, alcohol. Yeah. And location for nah, people. We but, can do a cookout at the crib. And, and you know what? Like, and, everybody just come over, bring a dish, and bring a bottle, and we turn. Up. We ain't got to bring. Everybody ain't got to bring a dish. I don't like everybody cooking, but you can do. A, okay. If we're gonna do a cookout. Let's just cater some food at the house. Yeah. And, and you know we have everybody a good time. Can be married, and yeah, we be done. I, I don't. I, you know what? Up. You know what? And I, I am, I am so not against that. How about it? I'm so not against that. I think that. You know. We put too much emphasis in pomp and circumstance. Yeah. And it's why? Yeah, like, because you know, because you know what? Nothing. Truth of the matter is, statistics shows that 90% of the people that do that end up not even happy or, or divorced four or five years later. You're talking about them big weddings. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think there's, there's, such a, there's such a way. So I, know I don't have to have the show. Sometimes it's, and then you got to go, but who are you going to marry? Who are you going to invite? Who are you going to. Forget that. If you decided to get go to the courthouse, get married, I would just like to say, as a mother, I would just like to know or be a part of that. You want but, to be at the courthouse? Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. I mean, hey, you, even if you decide, Mama, we're gonna go down and we're gonna get married today. Even if I'm not part of the courthouse, that's fine. I mean, I just just let me know you're gonna do it. Don't don't. I mean, I would just say, don't blindside me. You said, Mom, hey, look, being such and such, you know, I know who that is and. We decided we're going to get married. Okay. Y'all going to go to the courthouse? And do yeah, we're going to go to the courthouse Friday, 10 o'clock. Deuces. Okay, fine. Hey, y'all married? Y'all come back? Like you say, we have a big cookout. We have a big wedding. Or we, I mean, a party, a family thing, and that's it. Yeah, yeah we can go out to Red Lobster. Hell, that, if you're oh, the Red Lobster. Real I'm just saying. Oh, I'm just, you know. Okay, we can't leave. Whatever. Fish market or so whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, New York Prime, whatever. We have okay. a just a family gathering. Not cheesecake, I'm cool with that. Okay. <laughs> we ain't got to have no 
two three hundred because at the end of the day, I want to spend two three hundred thousand. Oh yeah, because the money, has, the a, a, a money, a money that I ain't got has to spend. Yeah, so I'm, I'm all for hey, so save me, me player. Save you, but well, everything I saved you on the wedding, now you got to pay. Oh no, player, the honeymoon. Oh no, that's your honeymoon. Why well, I got to pay for it? Because you, I'm saving you on a No, 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 that's y'all finna go do that on the honeymoon. Well, sounds like it's going to be a big expensive way. Now, we're going to invite all of you guys there. And then all of our mommy and I say, no, 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 no. We can film it and share it with them. We're going to do that anyway. No, I don't, you don't have to be a big expensive way. Okay. I don't think so. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think so either. Go to, go to the courthouse, have a nice little get together. Take that money and do something positive with it. You're right. Well, we're going to keep y'all posted. Y'all going to get the exclusive BTS and <laughs> all of the event um, filming. We'll drop it only for y'all. Here's one more for you. I want to know what are your deal breakers when it comes to dating? Or what do you think my deal breakers should be when it comes to dating? I've learned in my entire life. A deal breaker for me is somebody who's stingy. For sure. For sure. I'm not gonna deal with hate and that and that deal breaker should that should be a deal breaker for you. If he's not if you laying down with somebody every night and you go to bed and you need twenty dollars worth of gas and you know he's got five hundred dollars in his wallet or you know, five hundred dollars in the bank and he tells you no he can't give you gas money, that's a deal breaker. Or she can't give you gas money, that's a deal breaker. I don't want to be with no stingy. Now, I'm not saying that my mate, I've got it, you or you or me have to use our mate as our ATM or our Santa Claus. No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying I want somebody who's willing to give me just as I'm willing to give them. Somebody, I want somebody who can reciprocate. Mm. So if you don't reciprocate, that's a deal breaker. I agree. Mm-hmm. I can't be cheating, though. Cheat? Like, yeah. Nah. Cheating the deal breaker. Yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna tolerate cheat. Cause I know I'm good. I'm that's good. it, and I should be enough. So if you, this ain't what you want, go out there and find it. Deuces, absolutely. I'm not dealing with cheating. I'm not dealing with stinginess. Um, and I'm not just gonna deal with somebody who's just miserable, who's just got a mean spirit. I, you just wake up mad. Yeah, I'm, I don't want that. I mean, sometimes life beats beats us down enough. And I tell you something else is the deal breaker for me. We're not getting physical. Oh, yeah. You can't put your hands on. No, we can't put our hands on. I feel like some men kind of know who to put their hands on. Yeah, and some of them don't. So we, I'm not putting my hands on you. You can't put your hands on me. Don't try that's to. A, that's a deal breaker because at the end of the day, if you hit me, you may whoop my ass. But I guarantee you by the time I call the cavalry, it's going to be a problem. But I'm going to shoot you. That is a fact. Yeah, it, I'm one, I mean, I, and I may shoot you. But, you know, I'm going to call the cavalry, and we the cavalry is coming. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a problem. So, no, we're not physical, cheating, non-reciprocating. Um, those are deal breakers. Stingy. Cheat, yeah. I said non-reciprocating. Yeah. And stingy. Oh, you're yeah. cheap and stingy. Yeah. I can't do And stingy. you don't have to be, look, when I mean cheat, that doesn't mean that, doesn't mean that you got to be able to afford to buy me every LV, every Versace, every name brand, because that's not who I am. You know, if I want something, they, I can go get it for myself. Or it's okay that, you know, we, we celebrate these things and you give it to me because that's what you want me to have. Or, you know, we celebrate you know, occasions, but I don't expect that from everybody. Because most of the time, truth be told, you know, even now, I'm often asked, well, what do you want? I don't want anything. You don't even want nothing. Oh, you're right. I, I'm, I'm the, believe it or not, I'm the person who always says to you, even my partner, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want for your birthday? What do you want? And you don't got nothing you want. I don't want anything. You don't, because you don't got everything you want. It's not, well, I, maybe, but it's just that I'm not that type of person. I want anything. If you want to give me something, hell, give me a Home, De- Home Depot gift card. I'll be perfectly fine. I go to Home Depot, find me something in there that I like, and... And then I may have it for years and not use it, but I'm just not that person that want a lot of things. I just not gonna wait to be at that point in my life because there's still a lot of shit that I want. Okay, well, I mean, you know, I'm grateful for what I have. 
God has been good to me. He's given me the things that I've needed and the things that I have, I need, I appreciate. And I ain't got to have a lot of them. I'm good. I don't, I mean, I'm not a person that requires a whole lot. I do. I probably require more than, than, you know, a little bit. I think that's just because I'm young and I haven't experienced it all. And I feel like it's, it's still out there to get. Yeah, maybe. But when you get to a certain point in life, you know, I can I can afford to buy whatever bag I choose to. Well, buy me a Birkin. I'm not buying a Birkin. I don't even have a Birkin. I don't want a Birkin. I don't need a Birkin. Well, you want a Birkin? Well, good for you. I'm glad you I do. Because you can afford to buy whatever bag you want. Ah, but I don't choose to. Ha- I don't choose to carry a Birkin. Give me my little every bag that I carry every day, and I'll carry it to tear up, and I can't carry no more. That I go get me another one, and it ain't got to be name brand. Okay. Just. Don't need it. I'm okay without it. I'm going to get like you. Anyways, thank y'all for watching this episode of Mommy and Me. I hope that it was informative to a certain extent. I feel like I got to know a little bit more about this type of... I never thought you dated men, so... That's because things that you didn't see, I made a choice by the time you came along, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. Well... I hope you learned a little bit more about her because I showed it. And, you know, always make sure that you are subscribed, liking and commenting on all these videos, sharing these videos with other people. And just thank y'all for tuning in each and every week. Anything else you want to add? I thank God that I didn't settle down with some of the knuckleheads that I did date. Me too. He knew best. Okay, well, we're going to trust God. Trust God. With all our dating needs, okay? All of our dating needs. All right. Well, that concludes this episode, y'all. Make sure you are spreading the love and spreading awareness about this show. We love y'all. Till next time. Peace. Deuces.